and welcome to another episode of Cinema Oblivion, your podcast for discussions on weird, old, obscure movies that are sometimes barely films. Uh, I am your host, as per usual, James Eldred, and let's try this. So, who is back for today's episode? This is now your turn to speak. It is me, Madeline. We did it. Madeline! <laughs> uh, I forgot to mention this before, but since since your last time on here, my podcast has gotten like substantially more popular. Which is kind of wow. cool. Oh, I that know. Is really cool. That's so exciting news. People should like tell people who to, who you are, <laughs> just okay. in case they're yeah. new. Yeah. So I am a uh, uh, God. Damn it! You just you, you just dropped I'm sorry. Like, I this fucked, big I existential up. like question on me. <laughs> what am I? Okay. So, yeah. Who am I? <laughs> so I am a film programmer. Um and special effects makeup artist. Mm-hmm. I specialize in horror and genre cinema. Um, yeah, I, so I have a few different screening series and film festivals. I work on little indie horror movies here and there. And just an overall very passionate cinema fan. Yes, and, and you have subjected me to all kinds of strange movies since this podcast oh, yes. started. Yes, uh, you were you were on you know I rank the moves I do now, and you 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 were on the best episode. Well, not the best, but I, mean, I think best episode, but also the movie with the be- the episode with the best movie. What, Number what was one, it? Sorcerer. Oh hell yeah! I mean, Sorcerer is is the best movie. Yes, you are, you have you you occupy four of my top ten: the Sorcerer, Alligator, Butcher Baker, Nightmare Maker, <laughs> and and Fangs. You know. Oh. Um, <laughs> All great I mean, films. Solid list of movies. Solid right list like, of films. That's a I, great weekend. <laughs> I, I was in America a couple months ago and I showed some people Butcher Baker and just the looks on their f- I was watching them watch the movie. Um <laughs> uh when she licks his face. <laughs> oh God. If you haven't watched oh, Butcher Baker and Omega People, um, watch that movie. And Fangs and Alligator and Sorcerer. For that matter, yeah. um, I the movie we will be discussing today will not make the top ten of my list, <laughs> but yeah. we'll get that in a bit. Uh, before we talk about today's movie, uh, Madeline, it's the spooky. This is going up after Halloween, but okay. it is the spooky season. So, and you like horror, obviously. So, I do. What have you been diving into recently? Oh gosh. Um so every year like for Halloween so many people try to do film challenges where they either yeah. you know watch 31 movies in October or you know there's a bunch of people who are doing like 90 movies starting in September or whatever the <laughs> hell the hoop- down. What is what is Hooptober? I have no idea oh, what I that hate is. That shit. Uh, yeah, yeah. I see people tag it all the time. Not a clue. So I I always want to do this and always fail. So instead, I just decided I was going to do my own thing, which I call weird. It's weirdo Halloween, Mm -hmm. where I watch movies that are uh, horror to some degree, uh, but are all weird. So I tried to watch as many weird, weird horror movies as I could. Um, this month and i actually am doing pretty well i think i've seen like over 20 today's movie counted for that too but what else yes today's movie is 100 percent on the weirdo halloween list but it was more just about trying to get myself to watch like weird and obscure things Mm -hmm. instead of just you know the stuff i like or watching tv and i'm really glad that i pushed myself to and actually honestly a lot of what i watched was japanese i I watched a lot of japanese movies yeah 
um, including. I can't do those because they fuck me up too much. But what what did you watch? I mean, I think that's why I like them because, yeah. like, uh, a lot of Asian horror, like, really just fucking goes there. Like, yeah. they don't pull their punches at all, and they put the stuff on screen over and over again. And American mm-hmm. movies are always like dancing around it, cutting away, and everyone's like, it's so much scarier when you don't see it. And I'm like, no, it's scarier I, when you see it, and it doesn't look like it should be real. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think it's scarier when you don't see it if you don't, if two things, one, if budgetarily you can't show it. Yes. If those are your options. And two, if the, the mystery of it can add tenseness. But like yes. when it comes to like gore, Mm-hmm. For me, it's always more upsetting if you can see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. I, so what, I what, watched some So what have you been stuff. doing? What, yeah, what? so um, the first movie I watched is a film from the 80s called Door. Never got a U.S. release. It's coming out in the U.S. on Screenbox, which is Bloody Disgusting's uh, streaming site. So it should be out in the next few months. It premiered at Fantastic Fest in the U.S. And then I actually got to show it at a film festival. And like the last day of that film festival was October 1st. So I'm like, this is my first weirdo Halloween movie. So it's kind of a lost 80s uh, home invasion uh, thriller. I you would you would be okay with it. It it doesn't get that uh i mean it gets kind of gory at the end but i have yeah. been the victim of a home invasion whoa okay never mind you couldn't watch it it's terrifying <laughs> well yeah. mine was mine was very short so like you know <laughs> and i blacked out for most of it so it's fine oh um my god yeah uh, this is uh it's um a uh door-to-door salesman knocks on the door of a housewife who, you know, has a very young son and the dad is like never around because he's always at work. And she forgot to bolt her door. Uh oh. But the the um the chain was on. So he's able mm-hmm. to open the door and put his hand through to try to give her papers. Uh-huh. Um, like advertising papers. And she slams the door on his hand and and hurts him. And he begins to stalk her because of it. Oh, okay. And the movie gets very surreal. It's incredibly idiosyncratic in the music and the way it's shot and the sound design, especially on the voices, because sometimes voices just sound like they're coming through a telephone for no reason. But but with reason, you know, like it, there's okay, no telephone. Okay. It's just like an artistic choice. So it's a very, very beautiful and dreamy movie. It's kind of a Giallo-esque. Okay, um, it sounds interesting. I mean, I don't mind the gore. It's more like... Is it gonna is it gonna make me not wanna like turn my lights off at night? It sounds like I'll be I'll be okay. So, I yeah. think you'd be okay. Yeah, I'd yeah. be okay, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, yeah, Gallo's fine. It, it, Gallo's fine. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it is a little bit more like focused on a, a woman who is alone at home, mm-hmm. you know? So it really is like playing on like that aspect of, of femininity and is it weakness or not. I I just think it's a really delightful movie. It's a little bit funny. Okay. Very crazy. Um it kind of Reminded me of some like Cat Three films. If you're into, I know. Oh, like those, yeah. like the, the extreme Hong Kong shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like it had some Cat Three vibes, but more mild. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'll check that yeah. out. I can, I can, I um, you know, I'll, I can use my VPN to watch it because ironically, I can't watch Japanese films on Japan in Japan because they don't have fucking subtitles. It's <laughs> um, uh, very funny. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it probably is available in Japan. In the US, you could just find it as a bootleg right now, but soon it will be on Screenbox. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah. Uh, any anything else you want to shout out? Yeah, I'll do like some quick ones. Okay. I yeah. watched 
I watched Tomy for the first time. Oh, okay. I've always wanted to see that one. You could watch Tomy. Tomy is. I know that. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's very like um, feminine and pretty, and I really loved it. It's very small and quiet. Mm -hmm. Also, Um, I watched. Got a, an incredibly gross movie called Red Room that I don't recommend to anyone. Oh, I know what Red Room is, and I do not want to. <laughs> yeah, you don't. You definitely no, don't. No, I don't. No. I watched a movie I have not seen in many years that is also being re-released in the U.S. right now called Slashers, which is actually a Canadian-made film about a Japanese game show, but a lot of it is in Japanese. <laughs> Interesting. You're familiar with that one? I have Canadian friends who live here in Japan, so we should watch that. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's from 2001, super Y2K vibes. Okay. It is it is like very much like the TV is poisoning us, man. Like but but it's got some really fun characters in it. It's got some good kills and it's got an incredible theme song. So I do recommend Slashers. What what one of my doctors here lived in Canada, so she spoke she spoke perfect English but with a strong Canadian accent and it was very dis- very disconcerting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you just don't expect that here. Anyway, uh, so yeah, cool. I'll have to check those out, especially Door Door Sound. I'm looking at now another box. I'm going to add that to my watch list. Uh, yeah, I, ho- I hope you get a chance to check it out. That sounds and cool. Let yeah. me know what you think. Yeah, I, I've watched some garbage <laughs> since the last episode. I, a few I want to shout out really quick. I watched a, not a horror film, an old comedy called Norman Is That You, which is a 1976 comedy with Red Fox. And he comes home, he visits his son to find out his son is gay. Okay. It's very interesting in how it portrays gay stereotypes in the 70s. It has Tamara Dobson in it, Cleopatra Jones. Yeah, uh, yeah. And the boyfriend is played by Dennis Duggan. Dennis Duggan directed, I now pronounce it Chuck and Larry. Mm-hmm. So, Weird. Yeah, I know. It's not a great film. It's very dated. It has some bad stereotypes. But if you're interested in like a 1970s portrayal of homophobic tropes, like from a historical yeah. standpoint, it's kind of fascinating. Also, is, I have, it a, is it offensive? I'm assuming it's offensive, right? It's not. They never say the f word. The f word. Okay, I that's good. And yeah. the 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 message of the film is tolerance and, and, and acceptance. So it deals okay. with some pretty broad stereotypes, but it's not a hateful movie. Okay, uh, that's good. Yeah, has, it's just yeah. it's just super dated. It's super dated. <laughs> yeah. it, it, I mean, it is it is homophobic. Okay, um, yeah. but <laughs> the homophobia, <laughs> but 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 the homophobia is played for laughs, and the people making the homophobic comments are the butt of the jokes. Okay, so, that's good. By and large, it is an accepting of a gay of 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 gay men. So that's interesting okay. to see from the mid seventies. Now, on the horror tip, I watched a uh, piece of shit from uh, speaking homophobic, nineteen seventy five called Satan's Children which has nobody and is made by nobody. It's a one, one and done director and it was made in Florida. And it's about this, like, I guess, teenage boy, but he's probably in his twenties who runs away from home. Content warning. Um, <laughs> runs away from home, gets picked up in a, in a bar by a man. You can very bad things happen. Um, then he is then found by Satanists and the Satanists are like no homo. So they want to kill him. Oh, Cool. And the homophobic characters in this are the heroes. It is like, it's like cruising, but actually offensive and with Satan. Um, yeah. So it's kind of, it's, I mean, and for a movie that is clearly made by a homophobic filmmaker, this teenage boy runs around in wet underwear a lot. Yeah. And I'm just going <laughs> to say he's legal, legal teenage, but still. In okay, the good, good. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't, I, I wouldn't. 
be joking about it if it was otherwise. So oh, I, yeah. some, some, uh, hmm, you know, the, the, the trope about homophobes being gay is overdone, but sometimes it's true. And I'm not saying this guy's not gay, but he's not, not, not gay. Anyway, <laughs> um, it was terrible, but it's funny. So, so that I'm it's looking, I'm looking at the IMDb for this movie, mm-hmm. and the top review starts with "I'm no Satanist, but I'm pretty sure of one thing: Satan loves the gays." <laughs> yeah, yeah. This dude, this Satanist does not love gays. This Satanist does not love gays. Also, this movie has the funniest quicksand death in film history. Oh, that actually. I mean, it maybe I'll just watch that one scene because I I want to yeah. see someone die in quicksand. <laughs> it's on Tubi, so there you go. Now on like, hey, actual good movies. I watched Prom Night Two and Prom Night Three. <laughs> <laughs> Prom Night Two is is Mary Lou, right? Yes, yes. Oh, that's a masterpiece. That's a fun movie that has Michael Ironside. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really, I feel really sorry for the actor who plays young Michael Ironside because like you got to find somebody who's like, okay, we got you look like Michael Ironside. Oh, that's not nice. What you <laughs> say? And that's like completely unrelated to to prom night. Completely unrelated. This you know, not even the same world. Whatever. Um, really fun supernatural slasher that starts out kind of tame and then goes fucking hardcore. Mm-hmm. Like in that that third, like full frontal nudity. Lesbian kisses, uh, people getting crushed in lockers. Like the third act of that movie is intense. And then Prom Night Three, which you have the only way to find it uncut is on YouTube illegally in full screen. When I think it was not supposed to be in full screen because you can see the boom mic. Um, <laughs> is a comedy. It's it's like it's like like the people who made it must like Evil Dead. And it ha- kind of goes with that humor, even with like the the fast moving camera, like Evil Dead camera. You know what I mean? Um, it's weird. Have yeah. you seen Prom? Yeah. Have you seen Prom Night Three? I have not. I've only seen one and two. Uh, I do recommend it. It's funny. It's legitimately funny because in this one, Mary Lou escapes hell and bones this football player. And okay, so it's more of a sequel to two. It is a it sequel is. to two. It is, <laughs> okay. it is a direct sequel to two. And <laughs> now I really some, want to watch it. It has some really good... This movie hates guidance counselors, like, even more than clerks. <laughs> like, there's a line in it where they say, like, he killed three people and a guidance counselor. They're not human. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, has some good gay overtones. Like, the, the dude's best friend clearly wants to suck his dick. Yeah, clearly, like he's so mad at his girl, his friend's girlfriend is gonna go with him everywhere. He's like, man, it's just, it used to be just you and us guy time, man. Like it's you know, <laughs> uh, it's fun. I I enjoyed it. It was it's worth watching. And then I also watched the Deadly Spawn. Oh, uh, I love Deadly Spawn. I was watching Deadly Spawn yesterday. Oh, well, there you go. It's a great movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's all, I, I yeah. mean, I was clipping out scenes for a, a very gory mixtape, but <laughs> oh, because it has a great death scene in that movie. Uh, There's there were two scenes I was torn between, and I went through the early one with the the face rip. Oh, I would have gone with the headless body flying out the window. That's, that's the, the other one. Because <laughs> I've seen movies with um, <laughs> face rips before. I've never yeah. seen a movie with a headless body fly out a window. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and that's a fun movie. That's on Shutter. Also, the quality's not great, but it's good enough. And uh, that's a great B movie. I believe that was produced by one of the Hildebrandt brothers, like the painters. Uh, really? Did, yeah, because yeah, one of them's in it. Like another Hildebrandt's in it. It's, it's that family. Uh-huh. It's strange. But that's a fun B movie. Like 
I miss like the world lost something when B movies stopped being that and started being like Softopus versus the eight dicks octopus, whatever it is. You know? Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, so good stuff. So I, I recommend that. You know, um, that might be the, of the films we've discussed that I've seen. That's the best one. Um, it's definitely better than the next one we're going to discuss. So the past few times, you every time you've been on this podcast, we've watched a film you've recommended. Yes, uh, yes. I believe that is true. Yes, you're like yeah, or, 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 like Beanie or, Fangs. Those were those are are like you know go tos of mine. Yeah, Bloodbeat, Fangs. Oh, yeah, Butcher, and Butcher, Butcher Baker. Baker. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think uh, Sorcerer and Alligator were kind of collaborative choices. Like we both yeah. had seen those, mm-hmm. and. I was like, I want to, and Sorcerer was like my second, my second episode. So thank you. Um, <laughs> and you know, so, but this time I was like, I Madeline's given me so much. <laughs> I, I, I feel let's I, ruin it. <laughs> let's ruin. Let's 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 ruin this relationship for good. So I was, you were like, I want to watch a weird Halloween movie, and I was like, well, hey, guess what? I fucking got. Have you ever seen <laughs> Devil Story? Uh, and you were and like, I no. I had not even heard of it. I had no idea what it was. I think yeah. maybe you had mentioned it to me once before. But the moment you say the word Nazi, I normally just like tune out. But you know what? If yeah, you didn't tell me that it had something to do with Nazis, I wouldn't have known. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really not enough. <laughs> it's really like that a character wears a Nazi jacket. But yes. that's really the extent <laughs> of the Nazism in it. So. Yeah. If that's the kind of thing that bothers you, don't worry. You're not going to be offended by it. it uh, yes, it will so, not. Uh, it will not bother you one bit. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Madeline. So, um, what did you think of Devil? So, okay. So, first, could you describe in like less than a hundred words or the, the back of the box the plot of Devil Story? Mm. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I mean, here, you want me to, to to go for it without, like, but just, like, just using my experience of watching the movie. Like, not things that I know from outside of the movie. Yeah, uh, and, and not, Devil, like, don't spoil yeah. it. Just, like, give, like, a very basic description. Yes. Uh, Devil Story is about a, uh, <laughs> a deformed man mm-hmm. and his mother um, who live in France... And a young couple goes to a hotel in their neighborhood where they are warned by two elderly people (laughs) that the town has history. And then that's good. Yeah. And then she goes into the woods. (laughs) Yes. And then bad things happen. And uh, but, but even before that, bad things happen. So what did you think of the movie? I mean, frankly, I loved it. I've already recommended it to multiple people. (laughs) But it's very funny. So, like, a lot of times people will be like, one of the worst movies ever made. And they're talking about something that's, like, not actually that bad. I know. Yeah. And people argue with me a lot on this. Because, like, every Mm -hmm. time someone's like, Mac and Me is the worst movie of all time. I'm like, technically, Mac and Me is pretty good. And (laughs) they're like, you're just being a contrarian. And I'm like, no, I'm not. (laughs) When you mean technically, do you mean from on a technical? Technically, like technically, or do you mean on a technical standpoint? 
both honestly okay okay okay, okay. i think that's part of it i think the ability to like communicate a story to have jokes that result in laughter to have action <laughs> that connects yes. from one cut to the next mm-hmm. um like i think mac and me is actually a solidly made movie okay with a really really bizarre concept weird mm-hmm. visual- visuals and a bad script okay Devil Story might actually be one of the worst movies ever made. <laughs> I, so I'm, I'm, I'm with you on like people overuse the phrase worst movie ever made because I get really yeah. mad with a lot of my friends who say like the last Star Wars film was the worst movie ever made, and I'm yeah, like, it, like, no, no, like it, it, it disappointed you. It disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> but like it, they knew how to make a fucking. You might not like it, but they made a movie. I don't even know if I would call this like. So there's an interview on the disc with um I can never say his name the guy who did Basket Case, uh Frank Henenlotter. Yes, and somebody asked him, "Is it the worst? Is it a bad movie?" And he's like, "I wouldn't say it's bad. I wouldn't say it's good. <laughs> I would say I would say what the fuck is going on here?" And yeah, so that too. <laughs> I I really think that Devil Devil Story. I mean, it's, okay, okay, it's a bad movie. Yes, it is one yeah. of one of the most ineptly made films ever made. Mm-hmm. But I also like I think that about Bloodbeat too. Yeah, well, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's why I recommended this. Mm-hmm. And this movie reminded me of Bloodbeat in the way that it communicates its story, which is it doesn't. Um, <laughs> and the other movie that it reminded me of in the way that characters spoke and announced things was Madman. Have you ever seen that? I don't think I've seen Madman. You would really. We should watch Madman. 1981, it okay. is... Oh, no, I, I apparently have movie. seen it, so I, I gave it one star. <laughs> yeah, that uh, sounds good, right? <laughs> oh, Galen Ross is in that. Yeah, I have seen that. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, a, okay. it's a cropsy movie. The yeah, Man that's Man. right, yeah. My favorite thing about Madman is it starts with the opening credits, and the opening credits and the closing credits are exactly the same. Like, they just play the closing <laughs> credits in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Uh, that good. and and the sex scene in the hot tub where they just spin around in a circle for like five minutes straight. That I don't remember it. I'll have to, yeah, you know, maybe set up myself to it again. Maybe uh, like revisit it while thinking about devil story while you watch okay. it. <laughs> yeah. I will say devil story is one of two films that I've seen three times this year. The other is blood beat. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> awesome. Awful. You, you pick. I, it is such a bizarre film. And for me, what, it's one of my I, one of my favorite styles, I guess you could call it, is inept surrealism. Yeah, I kind of like that. Yeah, I, I, and I feel like this is inept surrealism. Like it's yeah. it's trying to I think it's honestly trying to be deep and mysterious in a horror context, but it's uh-huh. so bad at it that yeah. it, it's like what is happening. So there's not a lot of uh information about this film on the internet (laughs) um so i don't really know what's happening um from what i could gather based on this mostly the vinegar syndrome disc Mm -hmm. uh which is a good disc worth buying if you want if you like i'm almost definitely adding that to my collection i they do in the in in the special feature for the director's interview they spell his name wrong though which is hilarious (laughs) Um, very funny. <laughs> uh, his name is Bernard Lanoy. I guess that's how you say that name. He had a pretty long career in France. He he started making movies like not too soon after the war. Uh, he was involved with some studios before the war, I guess. And then he made his first movie 
he, he was in a movie in the 1950s and then started like writing and directing in the 70s. Um, none of these films are available in English, from what I can tell. The clips they showed on the Vinegar Syndrome disc, they all look terrible. One of them looks kind of racist. Um, <laughs> like a racist like comedy. Uh, there was a pi- picture of a film called Penetration. <laughs> but that's not on his IMDb, so I don't know what that is. It's probably porn. <laughs> I mean, it's probably softcore. It's probably, a, lot, a lot of the people he worked with did softcore and hardcore. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like, some of the composers did some softcore porn. Yeah. Uh, one of the composers, this will mean nothing to you probably, his name is Michelle Waugh. That's Patrick Waugh's father? The ice hockey player? Uh, oh, interesting. Yeah, maybe, maybe not, but I just thought it was hilarious that his, like, if that's true, that's what Discog says. I don't know if it's true or not. But yeah. I think it's hilarious that Patrick Watt, the, one of the greatest hockey players of all time's father, composed music for hardcore pornography. Yeah. So that's fun. Um, and this guy, he wanted to make a horror film, I guess, kind of specifically to challenge American horror. <laughs> okay. But he admitted he didn't know what he was doing. Like, in this interview, Like they only had about $130,000. All the actors are amateurs. I know, surprising. You would never know. Um, <laughs> it it was they shot it in really quick. He wanted to shoot it really quick, but then the, he says the crew would drag their feet so they can get paid overtime. And wow. then he fired the crew and finished it by himself, pretty much. But then when he finished it, he only had fifty five minutes of film. How do you? How does it become? The 75 minutes that it is then. Well, have you noticed a lot of stuff just kind of keeps happening? Yeah, there's a lot of repeated shots. Well, there you go. Oh, so he just he just reused the footage. He reused, he, he used alternate takes and he shot some more footage to pad it out. It's oh my very gosh. Pad. There's like yeah. almost 20 minutes of repeated footage. I mean, like, <laughs> now in my head, I'm like, oh, yeah, because I noticed it a few times and I thought it was funny. But, like, Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really all over the place. So he didn't know what he was doing. And the Blu-ray has interviews with the main actress, Ver- 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 Veronique Renard. I'm saying her name wrong. I apologize to, to okay. the French-speaking audience. It has an interview with the actress, and she basically says it ruined her career. It was her <laughs> only film. Uh, she liked going back to the spots where they made it, but she had nothing really nice to say. It was like, we didn't know what we were doing. It was freezing cold, all this other stuff. And it was just like, it sounds like a nightmare. Um, and that's pretty much all I could find out about the film. <laughs> like, uh, I know that the mummy and the monster, is it, there's a mummy in this, spoiler. Um, oh my God. Yeah, there's yeah, a mummy. <laughs> they're, they're the same actor and it's the director's son. And the director is the old man who's killed, and his wife is the old woman who are killed. So, really family affair, which is, you know, touching in its own way. <laughs> but the movie was released internationally. They sold pictures like like the Japanese VHS, which if, if, if I have a sale, I'll buy immediately. Um, but, like, it hardly got any coverage anywhere at all until Vinegar Syndrome released it. And yeah. then it started to get more press as, like, one of the worst films ever made. Yeah. Uh, starting in like 2021. Uh-huh. Uh, so it was at Fantastic Fest. So there you go. And that's kind of how it got, got a, a international following. And yeah. like I said, I don't think it's one of the, is it one of the worst films ever made? Like, oh, uh, God. I mean, again, it, it's, you know, 
mm-hmm. what is the the uh i mean if, if you're talking about watchability then no definitely not it's extraordinarily watchable exactly um, but like if we're talking about like skill <laughs> like, <laughs> and uh um yeah just the ability to understand mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah like i would i would honestly like you know how we talked about movies that are technically well made are better movies quote unquote but like yeah. i think this is a better movie than that last put it a movie e, i mean it, honestly i'd certainly rather watch this <laughs> I, I would say this has a better script yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even exaggerating. I think it has a better script than that Predator film, which I think was written on Cran by like an eight-year-old. Uh, yeah, that does sound it's, correct. It's like better than like kid. better than like the Amityville Curse, which is one of the I'm always on my list as one of the worst movies ever made. That's the Amityville film when, when nothing happens. Yeah, uh, things happen in this, so yes. it's padded, but it's punctuated. <laughs> by interesting things. So that, I, yeah. that's more than I can say for, say, the remake of Firestarter. Yeah, uh, yeah. So there's that. But, you know, a lot of times when I do a movie, before I go in deep to the story, I tell people to watch it. You don't have to have watched this before talk before we talk about it. But I do think you should. You should. But it's not yeah. like, it's, like last it's week. Seven, 75 minutes. It's on TV. Yeah. Just go sit down right now. Just go watch it. I, I honestly, like the only reason I'm disagreeing with you is because I want more people to watch. Like I want people to watch this movie. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. And yeah. like but my, my point is though, like last time I covered Body Double. Mm-hmm. And Body Double is a movie you have to yeah. watch first. If you know the ending of Body Double, it's going to take away from your experience of watching Body Double. Yes, this is yeah. not as important as that. <laughs> yeah, not really. No, you no, can no, no. know everything about this movie and it will still elicit uh, like numerous what the fucks from you. Yes, exactly. So we're going to yeah. go in now. <laughs> Our film begins <laughs> with a lovely pastoral scene and the worst as a music you'll ever hear. Uh, oh my god. The music, honestly, I, I, there's no rhythm. It's just like dun, dun, hitting, dun, dun, hitting keys on a synthesizer. And like, but no, they didn't have like timing at all. <laughs> no, they didn't know what they were doing. And Oh god, I'm going to hear that music in my sleep. Yeah, yeah I... I, I had a nightmare last night, and I think it was in there. <laughs> like, I was having this nightmare involving me reuniting with a relative I, I, don't, I don't talk to anymore, and it went badly. And then I think I heard that music. Anyway, I don't, I, I, I'm going to blame the Percocet. Um, <laughs> but, so, a nice little campsite, and then immediately, <laughs> no warning. <laughs> what jumps out of that tent? How would you describe this guy? Okay, so he, well, it, (laughs) 
I think it's a, he, I think I think it's a guy. I think it's a man. Mm-hmm. I think it's the it's a son. The son. It's a son. It's a man. Yes. Used, I don't want to gender him, but they call yeah, him. I don't want to. I don't want to gender the creature. Um. So like on. A, <laughs> <laughs> it kind of looks like he dunked his head into liquid mask making material <laughs> and then let it dry. <laughs> yeah, kind of. And like when it first started, he was like walking and grunting, like really weird. I'm like, I don't think he's acting. I think he can't see through that mask. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It's kind he, of a melted pig face. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a melted pig face. It's kind of like ugly Wilford Brimley. But yeah, yeah, it's a melted Wilford Brimley mask. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, Wilford Brimley, you know, if you like big older man, he had a thing going for him. Um, yeah. This guy, no. And he's wearing some kind of Nazi uniform, kind of like a jacket. Yes, uh, yes. yeah. There was no ideology attached to his his, his, not his mayhem. A, not at all. In not fact, at all. He could have just picked it up off someone, but uh, the impression I got is he... He was born into a Nazi family or something, right? Um, like, yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, and yeah. he has apparently killed the person in this tent. <laughs> yes. Yes. So it, God, he, yeah. It starts with him killing someone and grunting. Yes. Yeah. And then it cuts. Go ahead. Yeah. And then my first what the fuck was elicited. Okay. What was what the fuck? When a uh, a man just started skipping through the forest while <laughs> holding uh, logs. Yes, <laughs> yes. Full-blown skipping for no reason. An adult man <laughs> yes. alone skipping. <laughs> yes, well, he ain't skipping for long because he k- kills him next uh, in a very poorly staged, like, back-to-the-head blow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't... I mean, it's- it's it's he first he like slashes him across the face but is like about a foot away from him and he turns his head to the side and goes oh and has like <laughs> slashes across his face and then he just hammers him on the back of the head over and over again. I, if I can, I'm gonna insert some audio here. <laughs> Oh, so people can really understand like the the grunting, just how unpleasant it is to hear this film. Yeah. Yeah, it's it is just it is it is a, a an ugly <laughs> sounding movie. Um it's truly incredible. <laughs> yes. And I, I I think the filmmakers didn't understand that once you are dead you stop bleeding. Yes. Because these people just keep spurting blood. Uh, oh my god, so much. There's so just much. so much butt blood spilling out of the guy from the tent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so he takes those two bodies, throws them down a well. Problem mm-hmm. solved. And then there's a horse. Uh, yeah. Which comes into play later. And then <laughs> we cut to an older couple. This is the director and his wife. Okay. Uh, they run out of gas. And do you want, on Tubi, it's dubbed, right? Yes, it's dumb. Yes, yes. I recommend watching the dub because the dub makes it funnier. Because the dub is terrible. Is it uh, not? Is it not like Giallo style where they're speaking bad English? I, and there just is a French them? audio track. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, I I think that's dubbed too. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, because it it looked like Giallo mouths where they're kind of saying the English words, but it might just be because <laughs> languages are kind of similar overall. I don't know. Yeah, and also <laughs> it's, it's it's French and English. It's not like Japanese and English, so it's you yeah, know, yeah. Closer. So it's possible yeah. I just believed they were speaking English and were very very poorly dubbed. Yes, they were poorly dubbed regardless. Uh, so I love how he says to his wife, "Why didn't you remind me to get gas?" Like fuck you, dude. Like. 
blaming Wait, you. Is this this is after he then kills like fourteen more people for no reason, right? When does or he kill? This, four? No, this is this is when it starts. Sorry, yeah, my yeah. bad. I no, no, yeah. it. No, yeah, it's okay. This is the first. The first. <laughs> this is my second. What the fuck? Actually. <laughs> okay, what's the second? What the fuck? I think I know. It's like they pull over and he's like, why didn't you remind me to get gas? And then the, the pig man is hiding behind a stone, like statue or something. Yeah. And and you're like, oh, he's going to jump out and get them. That does not happen. Instead, the old man simply walks over to him and says, do you know where I can get gas? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kudos to that dude for not judging on appearance. <laughs> not at all. I mean, it ends badly for him. Oh man, it does because it kills him <laughs> right away. Kills him right <laughs> away, uh, and then and then takes a gun and shoots the guy's wife. Yeah, uh, God, that actually that may have been my favorite part of the movie. The, it's just mine. Right mine that, it. that is not mine. I will tell you mine later. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, that is that is that is a fun. That was the first time I laughed like really hard when I watched it the first time. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. So then. We cut to couple number two. Uh, the younger couple. Yes. Um, they have Florida license plates. Mm-hmm. Uh, this film was obviously made in France. <laughs> I believe you can see the white cliffs, of, like the French side of the cliffs of Dover. I mm-hmm. think that's what that is. Yeah. Yeah. So, no. And that t- you had a flat tire. And why does she just go wandering around? Um. We're we're at the main couple now, the blonde. Yeah, the right? main the main couple, the main couple, the blonde. Oh, yeah. yeah, he kills like four more people. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. Like, yeah, it, yeah. just for, for some reason, right at the beginning of this movie, this guy goes on a murder spree. Like, it's just like anytime a car comes by, he's just killing people. Like, it, it, and it's so rapid. Um, yeah, I forgot about it. <laughs> yes, yes, it's so rapid and inconsequential. Um, and it really like I'm like, wait, what is this movie about? And is this going to be the whole movie? Because if so, incredible. But no, <laughs> she doesn't wander off for any reason. Or, or maybe she sees the cat. It's incredibly unclear. Yeah, there's a so cat. There's a black cat wandering around like off the side of the road, like uh, in some like cliffs. Like, yeah. And so she just goes walking after the cat with her hands out. And then somebody throws the cat in the air. I mean, that's not that's what they did yeah. off camera. Mm-hmm. So like somebody's off camera and they threw the cat in the air. So you just see a cat get thrown into the air, and then she goes ah! But they're very clearly not in the same place. <laughs> <laughs> I, I read a translator review of this movie and from France, and the reviewer said the cat knows because he is the only one who read that read the script. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty funny. Uh the cat scratches her hands, but not really. It's a it's a it's a hallucination. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then she screams and lies down on the ground and says, I refuse to go anywhere. Yeah, I've been there. And then the husband comes and carries her and they drive some more. You hear ominous sounds, you see some cliffs. Mm-hmm. Uh and you're like, that cliff looks fake. Um oh, just wait. So then they pull up to what I oppose. It's like it looks like a church from the outside. Mm-hmm. I don't know what yeah. that building is. I think it's supposed to be the hotel, right? It's a hotel, but it doesn't look like a hotel. And Not just at all. very oppressive to Takata and Fugue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Q. Because yeah. it's creepy. 
Yeah, right. and you hear that a lot in this movie. And you also hear a horse, because you hear the horse again. And it's one Winnie. There's one Winnie that they recorded, and it is played maybe 400 times. The Winnie is a neigh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. A, I, I always use the word neigh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, neigh. <laughs> yeah. And it's There's the same one sound, One sound effect, and they just keep repeating it every time you see the horse. It's the Wilhelm scream of horse sounds. That uh, is honestly that's that's perfect. <laughs> so they go into this hotel because the car isn't working. Maybe I think I forget. Like it's it's vague. It's unclear. It's unclear. And these old couples there, and they're complaining about how no one ever comes anymore because bad things happen. And there's an old lady with her idiot misshapen son and the daughter nobody sees. Mm-hmm. And there's just a gun line against the wall. Yeah, and, and there's a pirate ship. Oh, tell and... the story. Tell, so, so what happened? So on the, the equinox, can Dude, you tell the story? I didn't understand any of what was being said. I was so confused. The audio was bad. <laughs> okay. the, their dialogue is bad. Like, there's a point where the lady says, "Then two years ago, then a couple of yeah. years ago." Like, like I could not comprehend what they were saying because the words were so weird <laughs> and and he says they say a lot yeah and i don't like, know who they are they say that <laughs> yeah they say that the family came over there they said they said they say 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 says that said. <laughs> so basically the gist of his story is that bad things happen in this area on the equinox yes and it has sure. something to do with an old ship and there's an old ship that was coming from India to England. It has a French name. From yeah. India to England. It made a stopover in Egypt, they say. Yes, um, Egypt is, is part of this movie because that's where the mummy comes from. Yes, well, spoiler. Um, oh, well, it's okay. They know already. Yeah, they know already. So, <laughs> uh, and then there were people who lit fires on the coast to attract uh-huh. ships. Is that what what it was? Or they put the fires out? Yeah, I I, I don't know. They were trying yeah. to get the ships to crash, right? Yeah, and they did. Yeah, it. but yeah. but no one. But there was five brothers, uh, who did this, and no one saw them or the ship again. Which makes me wonder how anyone knows this story. Yeah, <laughs> there were no. They witnesses. say. They, they said it. That's yes, they said it. They, um, they, and no, and they, they, they also say the ship is still there somewhere. Uh, yeah. It also during this cuts to, um, what you see this early, later, and earlier, you see the worst model <laughs> of a cliff ever. Yeah, and I forget exactly when. Uh, the miniature comes into play, but at one point the boat smashes through the mountain, and it mm-hmm. is clearly you can't see the hand, but you can tell a hand is just moving this boat through the oh fake dirt. It looks yeah. like someone is plowing a toy boat through a pile of brown sugar. <laughs> Honestly, um, it, it does look a little cool. I, will I mean, it looks that. it looks fun. He looks like Gumby. Like it's really interesting looking. It it's just really doesn't interesting. look what I think they wanted it to look like because it does. It looks like Play-Doh. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so then, um, I think 
the old woman is there and it cuts to the it cuts to the zombie Nachi that's chilling. I imagine eating either beef jerky or flesh. Yeah, one or the other. I mean, I would say this is the point of the movie where I stopped understanding anything. Yeah, this is when it gets weird. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone. Before it was normal. Yeah. So uh, like once we saw the five brothers in the ship, that's when I went, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> But yeah, so we get, you know, our 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 pig Nazi hanging out with mom uh <laughs> in the, the in fun their phrase. basement. <laughs> and there's a coffin and I think mm-hmm. it's the dead daughter. Oh, that so actually that, does connect some things for me. And which is played by the same actress as the blonde. Oh, I thought they made a doppelganger of her. <laughs> like I, I mean, thought they made a doppelganger. <laughs> like no, they didn't make a doppelganger. It's, this is not this is not an episode of Benson. They uh, that's a reference no one will get. Uh, they it is it is the same actress, and it is the I think the daughter, and they're gonna go bury the daughter. Okay, I think that's yeah. the plan. Yeah, because they leave, uh, go through the streets, pass by the horse, the horse uh, with the coffin, and, and then yeah, yeah, and that yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah you go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry. You no, this is your time. You- <laughs> This is my time to shine. Um, it's kind of hard to keep track of the order of things because there's there's no there's no narrative structure. Um, the throughout all of this, so we basically have they're doing their thing. Eventually, the woman leaves the ho- the hotel church Manson for reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, she just in the middle of the night in her little nighty wanders off into the street where the horse uh neighs at her a few times yes. she puts her arms up and um and in a weird way like it's going to protect her from a horse that's 40 feet away from her uh <laughs> yes and that old man really really hates that horse yeah, this is the start of a real romance between the man and the horse, and it's <laughs> one of hate and the desire to kill. Also, like, what is up with this horse? Like, this just this beautiful black horse. Mm-hmm. I mean, they probably took, like, four shots of it in total and just looped them over and over again. Hey, it's the best but, actor in a movie. Yeah, like, I'm not sure the horse was, like, really part of the movie well, no, because I, like, he I, interacts with the zombie oh, he does. pig Nazi. He does, so. Yeah, that's a big moment. Yeah, it's a yeah, great the, moment, yes. The old man gets into a battle with the horse that seems to last all night and all day. It's, 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 it is like the movie's B-plot, is that he yeah. wants to kill this horse. Yeah. And, uh, he, and his gun has infinite ammo. Infinite ammo until someone else touches it. Until um, someone else touches it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Until, until the plot dude, dictates it can't have it anymore. He's wandering around on the moors at the, the foot of the cliffs with his shotgun, just shooting nonstop at this beautiful horse that's just sort of hanging out around him. And the woman stumbles upon the zombie pig Nazi and his yeah. mom. And I love how she just falls into, falls into the coffin. Like, like it is clearly, it is like she clearly aimed for it. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a a very prolonged, very padded uh, battle scene here, where yes, and it's also when the mummy gets introduced. This is when the mummy. Yeah. So at the same time, we're cutting. A coffin opens. Oh, okay. So no, no. Okay. So pay attention to that shot. There's a sarcophagus of a of a king tut type sarcophagus Mm -hmm. but if you look very closely there's no back it's just the front 
Oh my goodness. When it opens up, there's nothing behind it. Oh, that's so funny. And then the mummy comes up. Okay, and now so I hate to be a gay pervert. That mummy mummy got a big dick. Okay, okay, so that mummy has (laughs) an odd That's what you were gonna say, right? Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Well he has an odd bulge. Uh, It looks like he's wearing a cup, honestly. It looks (laughs) like it looks okay. How to say this? I, I, how to say this both politely and without revealing too much about myself? Um, <laughs> how? So, like, I would imagine that when they were dressing this person, they had two yeah. choices to what to do with his. He is he is gifted. Yes, say. and <laughs> yeah. they had. Yeah, mommy got a big day. <laughs> They had two choices of what to do with the mummy slong. They could either have had it gone down his leg. Hmm. Or what they chose? Just bunch it up. <laughs> bunch it up, and yeah, so like a like a, a hammock, <laughs> like a hammock. And so sometimes it's one. Of, it's like a weird bulge. Where sometimes it looks like he has no dick, but yes. sometimes he has all the dick. Yes, uh, and uh, that yeah. So shout out to the director's son. <laughs> Wait, no, the mummy is the director's son. <laughs> yes, he's an adult because he's also the monster. He's also the monster. Uh, oh my god. This movie just he, honestly I I I'm just so this I'm joyous. This is wonderful. Like, I'm glad I'm happy for your happiness. You know, yeah, so the mummy appears with his dick. <laughs> Seriously, it's a huge I mean, look, like yeah, I'm glad you said it too, because like I, I kind of give the impression sometimes that I'm I'm rather dick focused um in my life. <laughs> and I'm, that's not wrong. But yeah, that mummy has a huge dick. <laughs> And so as the mummy starts walking towards that area, I guess, and at the same time, the mom is trying to bury the woman in the sarcophagus. Yes. And that is and, when the the blonde girl falls into the hole. Yes. Fall, I mean, that's what I mean. And they're fighting. Like, she's yeah. trying to open it. She's trying to close it. They are neither. It's very clear. Neither of them are pushing actual any weight because that thing is paper. Yeah. Like, and it's very passive. this goes forever. It is intercut with the old man shooting at the horse. The horse jumping up on its hind legs. It's the same shot looped over and over again. Mm-hmm. She's trying to get out of the coffin. And then the horse starts fighting the zombie, zombie pig. pig. Yeah. yeah. And this is my, my favorite scene in the film. <laughs> is <laughs> when... Blood comes out of his mouth for five minutes straight. <laughs> no, that's good. When the lady is holding on to the gate and the old the the mom has her foot and it cuts to a wide shot and it is clearly she can just walk away like there is nothing like this woman's grip is not that strong and it is just the most hilarious like like it's just so ineptly made and then yeah. while they're struggling the horse shows up nut kicks the zombie pig kicks him in the yeah. nut yeah like right yeah Gets him like you know in the the groin or the gut, and blood just starts pouring out of this guy's mouth, and it just keeps going. And I'm realizing this is looped film, right? Yeah, like it looped, has looped film and alternate takes, and mm-hmm. just every shot they could use. And then it kicks him in the head, and part of his skull falls off. God, and it's amazing because they showed the kick, but it's like like with every time there's an interaction with an animal, so far away from him. 
Yeah. Like, yes. It's like it's nowhere near him. So you see the kick and you see him fall over and you can see his head clearly. There's no damage. And then it cuts and there's this huge chunk of his head just hanging off. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible, honestly. And it's... also, this is the middle of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Like when I realized I was only about halfway through and this guy's bleeding from the mouth and half his head's hanging off, I lost my mind. And then the the mom is killed because the gate the woman is holding this kind of flies through the air and lands on her. Like yes. that woman is strong. And uh-huh. then she starts to run and then the mummy shows up. And she just kind of stares at it, which is, you know, fair. And uh-huh. it grabs her, and she tears off his the bandage on his face. He's a he's a he's a he's a zombie mummy, and then what I would describe as toothpaste, uh huh, just starts coming out of his mouth. Yeah, for like for like minutes. Yeah. And uh, well, r- right before his bandages come off, and I know because I filmed the scene uh, with my phone while I was okay. watching it. Okay, he, the zombie walks up to the casket and raises the daughter from the dead which I thought was the do- a doppelganger of the blonde woman at the time. I thought the mummy made a doppelganger of the blonde woman who just had black hair. But I now realize that is the dead daughter no one sees. And this shot lasts so long. The mummy walks over the coffin, puts his hand out, and really, really, really slowly starts raising his hand up to the sky. And she just starts like standing up. Like, just, like, head first, like, straight line with this horrible black wig. Um... It just like straight out of the coffin. It's incredible. It's and really then good. The face gets ripped off. Uh, yeah, you're right. The, you're right. I'm the sorry. The two of them now the zombie mummy with toothpaste coming out of his mouth and the horrible wig. Uh, it's like a a bowl cut that got blown up. It's like uh like seventy share. Yeah, 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 but, yeah, but bigger, <laughs> but bigger, bigger, and not as hot. Uh, and yeah. way less gay. Um, yeah, yeah. And then so you think the zombie pig is dead, mm-hmm. but he's not. He gets nah, up. He's fine. He's, he's fine. in a bad way. He's not fine. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't he ain't doing so hot. And so he starts chasing her. I've heard this sequence described as like budget Jean Rollin. Like Jean Rollin. Yeah. Uh it has some nice slow-mo. Um mm-hmm. and then I forget the order. Oh, yeah. So first, first she kills. So she gets to a car. She gets to the old couple's car. Yes. So there is some continuity from the beginning. Uh-huh. Okay. He hits her. He, she hits him with the car. Right. I think drives him into a pole, then pours gasoline on him. Yes. And lights him on fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that part's pretty good. That part's pretty good. He is the Rasputin of zombie pigs. He is killed yes. like in 18 ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, then she drives away, runs out of gas, and it flashes back to 20 seconds earlier in the film. Yeah, and you watch the whole scene of her dumping the gas on him again. To remind the audience why she has no gas. Yeah, and she says it out loud, too. She's like, I've got no gas now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Thank you, honey. I didn't know. <laughs> then, even better... She goes to, she finds the old man who was still. I do want to mention uh, everything we just talked about was intercut with the old man battling the horse. Yes, yes. Like, yeah. Nonstop. (laughs) Nonstop. 
So these two plot threads finally reconvene. Yes. She ra- she jumps down and like grabs his leg like Leia on the Star Wars poster. Um, yeah. And he's like, he's like, I need help. There's a mummy. And oh, he's we like, get a beautiful, another beautiful shot. It is a pan. Oh, I love that shot. The woods with the mummy and the dead daughter walking hand in hand, like directly towards the camera as the camera pans by. Another shot I filmed. I thought all the stuff with the mummy was kind of beautiful. You know what? You're right. This can't be the worst movie ever made. It had parts <laughs> that I thought were legitimately beautiful in it. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. That's a good shot it is yeah that's an honestly a good shot like it's legitimately a good shot um mm-hmm. and then so yeah so he's like no i have to kill this horse <laughs> i i just hate horses i that's hate so- no he hates this horse not horses yeah. <laughs> uh and then they find the ship wreck and he is so stoked he's like <laughs> he's like i this um i the i have the power like i i this this gives me power i everyone was wrong i was right and ha 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 and so on and so forth the mummy go ahead did the mummy come out of the shipwreck i i mean originally yes Okay. Okay. So that makes sense. In I a mean, way. yeah. <laughs> yes, that's a very important that that in a way did a lot of lifting. But go on. Uh, <laughs> well, no. So it's the equinox. The ship yes. rises up from the dirt. The mummy emerges from the ship. The crazy horse goes crazy, and <laughs> crazy horse. The one thing this film is missing is Neil Young. Um, <laughs> All right, you know, you're right. That that in a way did a lot of heavy lifting because even I'm <laughs> get I'm in the dead end. So. <laughs> I, I really want this. I really want this. <laughs> really want this. Uh, so uh, that's all great things. Uh, he the mummy starts walking towards the old man, and the old man's like, "No, I have power over you," or something. He doesn't. He's got a shotgun. He's got a shotgun. Mummy is mummy does get shot in the gut, but doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't do shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then the mummy kills the old man. Oh, the, and, oh! And he, he stomps on him like five or six times, and it makes a squelching noise. And then just like a bunch of pig meat just like comes out of the guy's shirt, and it's just so much. And it's not what guts. It's I don't. Is that what guts look like? I try not to look at real gore footage, so like I don't know. But I, I mean, cannot imagine. I, <laughs> I we've we've watched Tom Savini films. Yeah, and, and he knows. Cuts and he knows. So like. that's not what guts supposed Bloodless, to look like. Bloodless, pink, <laughs> like. Uh, and like it just keeps going, and then oh, so- and the squelching, the squelching oh. of the mummy stepping on him is just so good. Yes, it's a great, it's great shit. Mm-hmm. And then we, the the mummy and the woman, the and the the dead lady are walking away. Yeah. They've done like they, they like the blonde could just leave. Yeah, they don't give a shit about her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she they just pick- want to go get married or something. Yeah, I don't know. They they she picks up the gun. She's gonna suit the mummy, but then she realizes there's a big barrel that says powder. Oh my god! Yes, it's just his powder written on it, and it yeah. looks like somebody just wrote it. Like it was an old barrel, and they're like, "Oh, can you write powder on that so people understand what it is?" And it's like we would have understood. <laughs> like and when then, it exploded, we would have known. 
huge explosion. Cut to curtains. The blonde is in bed. It's all a dream. Oh, my God. See, I didn't even understand that. I, I thought mean, that she got rescued by the woman. And, and oh, my God. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little disappointed. In my in my interpretation of the movie, it wasn't a dream. It all happened. Well, but well, but but like she notices, like her her the coat was where she left it or something. Yeah. But like there was some. She goes out. The husband's gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, she goes walking to where the shipwreck was. The cat is there. The cat yeah. was under her bed earlier, by the way. Um, yes. So I the guess cat's following her around. And th- yes, and then so okay, you explain what happens to her because I'm so happy. Okay, uh, it's another thing that's really cool and actually defies the. This is the worst movie ever. And she trips and she falls into the ground and the ground swallows her, and it actually looks incredible. It's ridiculous, but it looks good. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. cat. Yeah, the cat murders her. The ground eats her, and then it cuts back to the. Oh, does she trip because the cat attacks her? The cat attacks her. The cat pushes oh, her into the hole. Oh, uh, I see. Yeah, everyone, I don't, would... don't, everyone out there, Madeline did pay attention. It's just the film makes no sense. So don't yeah. fault her. Didn't um, you see like a sign on the ground that says like the condor and something like, yeah, yeah, the ship, the ship's, yeah, that was the boat. Okay. Le yeah, condor. Yeah, there we go. Yes. Mm-hmm. The, the English boat from India with a French name. Yeah, honestly, my brain had like completely turned into goo at this point. It was coming out my ears. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, then it cuts back to the house, hotel. Another young couple is there. The horse is still there. The old man, the is, old man is fine. The old man is fine. And no, no the, guts. the zombie pig and his mom are carrying the coffin <laughs> through the street. Again, and then the credits roll over and that. Put, put I, on Hog Day. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I have the no end. idea. The end. Uh, Madeline, what? What? What can we make? What are, do you have? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, any interpretation? None past what we just said. Yeah. <laughs> like honestly, I I really don't know. I I tried to make sense of it and I couldn't. It's just kind of incredible. It is. I have seen this film three times. Um, yeah. I watched it, I think, when I was sick one day. And I that's, I think I really went, the first day, I really went hard on Tubi. Mm-hmm. I believe I watched like five movies that day. Yeah. Uh, and this was one of them. Um, <laughs> yeah, I watched it. I'm, I'm looking back. I, this was the year I really went hard on on. Um, on uh, Letterboxd also, so I, I I have I have ranked I have kept track of this. <laughs> In one day, I watched Future Kick, which, okay, which is a Don the Dragon Wilson film uh, with Meg Foster and Chris Penn. Uh, it's horrible, but it's I <laughs> I watched the film called Future Kick. That's on me. I know the cover of Future Kick. Because cert- it's just like a Terminator knockoff or yeah. something, right? Yeah, yeah. Kind of, yeah, the cover is. A Certain mm. Fury, which is a road... Not Two fugitives go on the run, and they're played by Irene Cara and Tatum O'Neill. Whoa. And the bad guy is Peter Fonda. 
Okay, I kind of want to watch that. It I has a really good. Oh my god! It has a really good score, and the opening courtroom fight is amazing. Uh, the movie kind of goes downhill after that. And then I remember now we watched those, and me and my friend were drunk and awake, and we were like, "We I, we gotta watch something short." <laughs> so then we put on Devil Story. Uh, yeah. So that was a triple that was a triple header triple header that night. Uh, and that was not the worst movie I saw that week because the next day I watched the <laughs> We Make a Firestarter. Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, seeing it again in America, I showed my friends, and then I watched it again last night, and. Each time I watch it, I guess it makes more sense just because I know more about the the, the narrative. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, but yeah, you're able to kind of piece stuff together based off yeah, of, like like prior like context. The first, time, yeah. the first time I missed the line about the ship going to Egypt, mm-hmm. so I didn't like where the mummy come from. Oh, that's <laughs> where the mummy came from. But why any of this is happening? Yeah, I mean, I only pieced together that the mummy came from the ship while we were talking. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, but it has such a bizarre, like, like they said, John Roland, like dreamlike quality to it at mm-hmm. points, and par- there are shots that are well done to a certain extent. Uh, there are shots that are terribly done, um, and I think part of it is intentionally obtuse, and part of it is just accidentally ineptly made. That the combination of it all and the mummy's dick <laughs> really makes for a very unique film experience. Um, <laughs> that I, I really, I, I'm glad I own it. Yeah, yeah. It's this is this is one I will show people mm-hmm. until I die. Um, oh, I have a strong feeling I will have watched this twice more within the next twelve months. I'm glad. I'm, I'm, I'm happy yeah. I was able to inflict something onto you. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I I need to show this to people. You've given me so much, Madeline, <laughs> uh, that I'm glad I was finally able to give unto you uh, the joy <laughs> of Devil you. Story. Uh, you're welcome. I actually really do appreciate it. <laughs> I mean, like honestly, if I could say the thing that I. Like in my notes, I wrote this down while I was watching it. Uh, this is this is the kind of movie that makes me thank God movies were invented in the first place. <laughs> That's great. Put it on the back of the box. Pull, pull <laughs> is it Vinegar Syndrome Blu-ray. Replace it with Madeline. I forgot how to say your last name. I know how to spell it. Kessner. Kessner. Uh, Madeline Kessner. The kind of movie that makes me glad movies are made. Uh, yeah. That's a great. That's like that's right up there with the. Uh, I, I, I have a DVD of King Kong versus Godzilla by Good Times Entertainment, and I've kept the DVD my entire life because the back of the box says is a Leonard Malton quote that says special effects above average two and a half stars. Wow. <laughs> I liked that that was the best quote they could find for that. Um, That's amazing. <laughs> I want to put that. If I ever make a movie, I want to put that on the cover. Yeah, two and a half stars, baby. That's the best we could do. Um, yeah, we all yeah. know that he rated out of four. So, like, that's, that's a three out of five, baby. Yeah, three out of five, baby. Yeah, what? <laughs> uh, so, uh, do you recommend this film? A hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> that creates the hard thing of, like, okay, so I have a list of every movie on the podcast. Yes, and I am looking at it right now. It has 76 films. Where would you put this? Because I think you've probably seen a lot of these movies. Not all yeah. of them, obviously. But um, like, I don't think you've seen Viva Knievel. You still see Viva Knievel. Um, but 
have how do you rank how do you rank how do you rank devil story damn i mean it's hard because there's some stuff that you've got higher that i'd put lower like what what would you put lower uh, not gonna offend me it's okay yeah like i'd probably put silver streak a little bit lower okay yeah that's fair I'd probably put class of 84 higher. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd put running scared higher. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot that we did that episode. Got them, did that too, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> running scared. Running scared, I go back and forth on this because it's so, so, it's so skeevy. Yeah. Yeah, Ravenous would probably be in the top five for me. Wow, okay, wow. So, yeah, big big swing to uh, yeah. us. So, yeah, I mean, uh, Ravenous is like a, a really important movie to me. So, and, for uh, me on this list, everything above... Natural Born Killers, I think it's a good movie. Yeah. Okay. okay, so, so, so Blood Beat's a good movie. Killers? Natural yeah. Born Killers is 61. Is 61. Terror Vision is good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, I'd probably put it in... I mean, I'm my for me, it's going to wind up really high. Okay. But maybe in the, the, the late 20s around here. I'm yeah. going to have to... I'm going to deviate. Um, yeah. So in the so in the bad area section, so the bad move, so the 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 quote unquote bad films that it covered on this podcast, I will I will name, um, yeah. Coonskin, oh boy, um, mm. Never She Under Die, Enter the Ninja, Viva Knievel, yeah. Rad, The Visitor, Perfect, Too Much, The Taking of Beverly Hills, Killer Workout, Chair to the Gods, Joysticks, The Apple, Jim Cotta, and the 2022 Firestarter. So Jim Cotter, Jim Cotter should be higher. So should the Apple. Those two. I disagree because well, the Apple maybe because the Apple I might want to watch again. Jim Cotter, I've seen four times. I've never enjoyed the experience. So <laughs> I think I've seen Jim Cotter once, and I did enjoy the experience, and I was definitely real drunk. So um, the yeah, Apple, so I've watched a bunch. <laughs> yeah. So, the, so the, the the I think the delineation point here is like, did I in, did, watching the bad movie was it an enjoyable? Yes. So. so for me, Jim Carter, not enjoyable. For me, The <laughs> Apple, not enjoyable. Joysticks, not enjoyable. Chairs of the Gods, I should put down lower. That's going to be super yeah. fucking racist. Yeah. I'm actually with you on The Visitor, too. People really like that movie, and I thought I it mean, was uh, excruciating. I, For me, The Visitor is a movie I've seen a lot simply because I like to subject people <laughs> to it. So, yeah. but And the music's great, um, and it looks yeah. great. So... I would probably say this is worse than The Visitor. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to probably put this... This is so hard. Um, I would rather watch this again than Perfect. The John okay. Travolta, Jamie Lee Curtis workout romantic comedy. Well, romantic yeah. drama. Romantic drama. So I'm going to say, I will add it later, Devil Story is 68. Wow, that's really funny because like we spent a lot of this uh, this podcast kind of arguing over whether or not this deserved worst film ever made and i was more for it than you were but i'm putting this movie in my top 12 well, like, <laughs> i mean i for me, for me I, to... I loved this. so this list for me this list is really like honest to goodness good movies yes then like interesting but not perfect like troll yeah. or bmx mm -hmm. bandits uh thrashing and then Movies that are bad but fun to watch, and yeah. then movies I can't recommend even on an ironic level. And so this yeah. is this goes to bad but fun to watch. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, like Viva Knievel is hilarious. You should watch Viva Knievel. That movie is amazing. Or, I, I will. Yeah. Or Never, <laughs> Never Too Young to Die, the John Stamos vanity Gene Simmons movie. Yeah. You know, so this is this is of that caliber, but worse made. Like those are actual movies people by made by people who knew how to make movies. Um, Gene Kelly is in Viva Knievel. Um, fucking hell. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's why I would rank this. It's it, but it's just that's obviously objective, subjective, subjective. No, it's objective. I am right. No, um, <laughs> but it's such a bizarre experience that I it's yeah. on to like it's on to be. And it flies. It goes fast. It goes fast, even though it's padded. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you, I don't want to encourage unhealthy behaviors, but if you do drink alcohol or partake in uh, substances, mm-hmm. and it's watch- a good thing to to include with this. I will say, I was sober when I watched this movie, and I still was as delighted as I was. Um, but with a couple beers and friends this would be like the best night of the year. I watched this smashed on s'mores flavored whiskey. Ooh, that sounds good. Ooh, it was good uh, in America. And it was more fun drunk. Uh, Yeah. It's fun sober. I watched it again last night sober. And my my poor boyfriend is sick right now with a cold. And he was kind of, he's seen it before, but he's kind of drifting in and out. And I think he made it even more dreamlike, like just his uh, (laughs) state of consciousness. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I it, like, yeah, it is not the worst movie ever made. It is one of the most inept films ever made, but I still yes. highly recommend watching it. And you, yeah. you definitely agree. Um, uh huh. I, I strongly recommend. So we had a little. This is a short episode. So um, really quick, then, just since we're talking about worst movie ever made, what is your what, what if it's like? Not not even recommend on a fun level. Like, yeah. what is a movie you've watched that was like, fuck you? Um, the Puppet Master remake. Pu- the the Puppet movies? That's Puppet the Master? first one. Yeah, the one that was done recently. By, oh, um, wow. Really? Yeah. Like, that. that is just the first thing to come to mind when you ask that question. Um, the one that was written by, you know, Craig Zaylor or whatever his name is. The guy who did... Um, uh, dragged on concrete. Okay, I'm trying to find this one because I Puppet Master the Legacy. No, that's no, it's really new. It's like Puppet Master the Fourth Reich or something. Okay, let me let me find it. Yeah. So, there are so many Puppet Master movies. The Littlest Reich. Yeah, that's it. The pu- Puppet yeah, I Master. I see a half star review. Yes, 2018. Uh, that is a movie that I think is like legitimately poisonous. And, really. And, really bad yeah like i think it's anti-semitic wow um and it is in a way where like there are because like the puppet master movies were, were never on the side of the nazis you know <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, when i watch this i'm like this is what did they do what have they done like and and it's like there are some like overt like Jewish caricatures and like those are offensive, but there's like casual anti-Semitism in really? it. Really? Wow. Yeah. And it's also just like an absolute piece of shit. It's made terribly. It's stupid. Like I think that is one of the worst movies ever made. So that's a minute you made a good case. For me, yeah. I I have a a, a, a private list on Letterboxd because that I, I I kind of have changed a few times of my personal bottom top ten bottom ten yeah and that fire starter remake is really up there 
<laughs> it's just so ineptly made. But in, yeah. realistically speaking, I would say probably the if I had to if you put a gun to my head and name the worst movie I've made, I would go. There's a tie between Linda Lovelace for president, mm-hmm. which is a softcore film. And yeah. I feel bad because it actually kind of has a good sex positive message. And it's obviously a film that she looked like she enjoyed making, unlike, you know, other stuff in her life. Um, yeah. And it ha- but it's just it's just horrible. It's just not funny. It's an unfunny hour and a half long comedy. And Ken Park. Oh, dude, I like Ken Park. <laughs> okay. So for me, for me. I like that creepy Larry Clark shit. So I, well, like... I don't want to get into why I think Ken Park is one of the worst we've ever made then. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I know why I think, without yeah, even telling yeah. me. And, yeah. I mean. I mean, I. I thought of another which i did discover by looking at my lowest rated on letterboxd and uh-huh. was reminded of this movie which i i may actually stand behind as the worst film ever made like uh-huh. this might actually be it okay so what is, it? is another movie from 2018 oh wow. i have no idea if if this movie ever actually got a real release i saw it at a Ooh. film festival um it's called seeds and okay so not is, the, not the Annie milligan seeds no no okay no. um it is a it's by a director who never did anything else um and like made somewhere in middle america um okay but it was at a few film festivals and i just i don't understand why anybody was willing to screen this um so it it's incredibly amateurish very poorly made um like a oh god so it's a horror thriller okay and it's about a guy who really likes uh, Asian women. Okay. And so, and he's rich and he murders an Asian sex worker. Okay. And so he like calls his lawyer and they're like, go out, go stay in hiding in your summer home. Um, so he goes to hide out in his summer, summer home and his brother lives in the neighborhood that his summer home is in with his wife and kids. And uh, one of the kids is a, uh, 16 year old asian girl oh dear okay well and then he can't be and so like the horror of this movie mm-hmm. is that like he knows that she's only 16 and is his niece but she like really wants to fuck him that's the horror so it's like, like that's... it's it's like the winger song 17 but gross or okay got like, it somehow like grosser and racial like it's okay. so like you could tell that this guy made this movie to try to absolve himself for like having a thing for young asian women oh man okay like, you okay. could tell this was the director's perspective like because it wasn't scary that like this guy thought he could snap and kill someone or like kill his niece it was scary that she was like into him like okay. that was depicted as the horror. I, I, like, I have a, I have a similar story. I'll tell you off mic. Uh, <laughs> that reminds well, okay. of a different film. Reminds a different yeah. film. That, that sounds yeah. That's yeah. That, that's not that's not a fun bad. So yeah, I see. Yeah. Point there. So I guess yeah. for me, like the worst movies of all time are poorly made and um, offensive. Yeah, that's why and, for like, me. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, you. just like offensive in a way that encourages people to believe things that are just like abhorrent. Yeah, that's yeah. why I'd, I have, I put Ken Park so low because like Ken Park has good <laughs> stuff in it. I like ob- subjectively speaking, like the opening's great. Yeah, 
and that has yeah, to just Larry Clark is a weird pervert who yeah uh, that for me that's the bigger people. issue that's yeah. the bigger issue is like I just yeah. like and I the reasons why some people might watch that film mm-hmm. for me it's gross oh know? that is gross yeah, yeah. so th- that's that's my takeaway on that but enough about that icky topic let's end on a happier note um <laughs> yeah we went dark we like, went we dark there. Like, I just had this like incredible like conversation about this crazy movie. I couldn't stop laughing. And then we talked about the worst stuff we could think of. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Well, if you anyway, cut it out, I won't be offended. <laughs> oh no, I'll leave it. I'll leave it in. Uh, let's let's end on a on a happier note. Uh, yeah. let, me, let me recommend something really happy. Um, what's what's everyone should watch Meg Two. Yeah. Oh wait, I got one also. Everyone okay. should watch. The Pope's Exorcist. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Is that- yeah, that's a great double feature of very recent, uh, big budget, stupid ass movies. <laughs> okay, so The Pope's Exorcist is, is a fun movie. Oh my god, it's delightful. Okay, it is, it is Russell Crowe doing a bad Italian accent. Okay, it's fat Russell Crowe lumbering around and like being a sassy exorcist. And oh he man, rides a Vespa, and it's 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 well made. It is really really funny, and um, is it supposed just, like, to be funny? Off the wall, uh, a little bit. Okay, like, it definitely leans into it, but okay. It, it, yeah, it's not Christian propaganda. Which okay. <laughs> a neither lot of is neither are. is neither is Meg Two. Um, Good to hear. <laughs> Meg Two is kind of Chinese propaganda, but oh boy, wait, uh, how does it compare to the Meg One? Well, I only saw Meg One once. Meg One, I also enjoyed. Meg <laughs> One has um um what's the Ruby Ruby Rose, and I love them. Yeah, yeah. This does do not too. have Ruby Rose, unfortunately. But mm-hmm. I really like Meg too uh, for a few reasons. One, the the Chinese guy uh, Wu Jing is incredibly attractive. Two, yeah, Jason Statham is incredibly attractive. And then <laughs> it's true. It, this movie has <laughs> this movie has a lot of good references to other giant shark movies. There oh, that's is, cool. There is a death that is clearly inspired by Samuel Jackson's death in Deep Blue Sea. Mm-hmm. Uh the, a character actually says the line, I'm going to do what they did in Jaws 2. Which is like... Alright, I'm sold on this. I'm going to watch the Meg 2. And, <laughs> and it's very funny on purpose. It's very corny. The special effects are fantastic. And mm-hmm. it ends with... Okay, I had just watched Deep Blue Sea. and Because uh, I usually yes. do. And, um, <laughs> and I, I, I told a friend... Uh, more movies need to end with rap songs about being a giant shark. Yes. This movie ends with a rap song about being a giant shark. <laughs> but it, it's not by LL Cool J. No, it's it? by the guy in the movie. One of the guys, I forgot his Wait, name. Wait, it is? So it is the same then. It is the same. Yes, LL Cool J is in Deep Blue Sea, and then yes, he raps yes, about it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, oh my, and, dude, and, LL Cool J being like was supposed to be like a bit part in the movie yeah and then he was so good they just kept writing new scenes for him deep lucy rules that movie is incredible uh and the rap song the rap song in the meg 2 has a line i'm gonna make it rain like i'm incontinent that's incredible this is great so anyway i'm glad we ended on a happier note um i can't wait to watch that yes it's very good so anyway uh madeline where can people find you on the internet Yes, find me at um, 
my my handle on basically everything is DVD box set. That's Twitter, Blue Sky, Instagram, Letterboxd, which Letterboxd is probably my favorite of that. Me so too. feel mm-hmm. free to follow me on any of those. Um, and the other places you can find me are at the Unnamed Footage Festival, which is a found footage horror film festival based out of San Francisco that I am the director of. Um, that will be in March. Uh, before the end of the year, we will actually be having a virtual festival. So go uh, just Google Unnamed Footage Festival or go to unnamedfootagefestival.com. And in the next few weeks, there should be more information about that. Um, and the other place you can find me is if you are in New York City, the Astoria Horror Club. So the first and third Monday of every month, we watch a horror movie in the back of a very fantastic wine and beer bar in Astoria, Queens, called Heart of Gold. Um, follow Astoria Horror Club on Instagram if you want to come to any of our events. Um, yeah. That's those are that, that was me very quickly going through my plugs. Yes, and 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 Madeline, I wish you would write more reviews on Letterbox because I think it's not funny. Uh, oh, and, thank you. I I've been trying to do more writing and less star ratings. But yeah, I I do both. Yeah. I do both. Yeah. Uh, the, the stars are stupid, but I I enjoy doing it. Uh, yeah. But anyway. <laughs> You can find me everywhere as Lost Turntable, as per usual. And uh, as of this recording, this is going to come out probably in the middle of no, of middle of October. Recently, I was on an episode of Retronauts talking about Night of the Living Dead, if you want to check that out. And by the time this goes online, there'll be an episode of Gayest Episode Ever, where I am a guest. We're not talking about anything gay, other than the fact that we're all gay, but we are talking about Benson. Um and the uh, episode of Benson that guest starred the actor who played Blackula. Oh, so, that's cool. Yeah, he plays Death. Literally, he plays I'll, Death. Benson. I'll have to listen to that. Benson has to play a game of trivia pursuit against Death. <laughs> Very strange. But anyway, we'll be back uh, sometime soon. Like I said, the schedule is going to be a little erratic for a while, so I appreciate everyone's patience. But I'll be back when I can. And until then, take care. Mm-hmm.